I want you all to listen to this news clip. And after the news clip is over, we will discuss. Sarah, Brian, police do already have two teenagers in custody, but today they're saying they're looking for two more in connection with this triple homicide, but they need help from the public. Take a good look at the two people Philadelphia police are looking for tonight. On the left, Taj Lennon, just 15 years old. On the right, Tyree Lennon, who's 22. The two are cousins and persons of interest in this triple homicide in Longcrest. The shooting started around 3.30 on Friday on the 5900 block of Palmetto Street. Today, police revealed that two groups of mostly teenagers arrived at this house a short time earlier. Based on the information we received, they go into a house on that block for some sort of transaction. At some point during their meeting, uh, gunfire erupted, resulted in four shooting victims. Killed were 14-year-old Salah Fleming, 17-year-old Malik Ballard, and 18-year-old Khalif Fresgi. A 16-year-old was also shot in the chest, but managed to run out of the house and is now in the hospital. We believe there are some sort of friends. What type of friends they are, questionable. Shortly after that shooting, police located a black Ford Edge and arrested a 15 and 16 year old in connection to the shooting. But tonight, police need help finding two more people. They say have prior convictions. They're asking parents to be more involved in their children's lives as nearly everyone involved was under the age of 18. The gun violence with the juveniles is out of control. That goes without saying. So we have to find a way to get the guns off the street and to have some type of intervention. Now, police are asking anyone who may know who those two are or where they may be to give them a call. They should be considered armed and dangerous. And, Sarah, I want to leave you with this really sobering statistic. 117 Philadelphia public school students have been the victim of violence so far this year. 26 have died outside of police headquarters. John Paul, Channel 6, Action News. Sarah? Far, far too many. John, thank you. You know... The problem that we have with a lot of parents, not just foster parents, not bio parents, just parents in general. Too many people are allowing their kids to be adults before they're ready. Your 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old and 18 year old should not be policing themselves. When my son was 14, he said to me, Dad, there is a party at a hotel. One of my friend's parents is throwing him a party. Can I go? Son, no, you cannot. I don't give a damn what other parents are doing. You're not going. I saw a news clip a couple of months ago about a 13-year-old who was stabbed by a 15-year-old. And it said in the news clip that the young lady, the 15-year-old was a man, a young man, and he came over to her house at 1 a.m. to walk her down the street to a friend's house. 
my condolences to that family. But why is your 13-year-old little girl up at 1 a.m.? She should be in her bed asleep. I don't care if you have family over and the adults are up until 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Your kid should be in their room. And nobody's going to come to my home at 1 a.m. and knock on the door and ask to walk my kid anywhere. My kid was 15. He asked me to take him to the roller rink. And I did. And he asked me, could I pick up one of his friends? And I said, sure. I had never met the young man. But he got into my car. He never acknowledged me. He never spoke to me. I took them to the roller rink. They got out. When I picked them up, he got back into my car. He never spoke to me. He never acknowledged me. When he got out of my car, he didn't say thank you. Still didn't acknowledge me. But he spoke to my, you know, said goodbye to my son, and that was it. I turned to my son, and I said, that is the last time you will ever hang out with that young man again. Because people, let me tell you, that is a reflection of who is raising him. I told my son, you don't get into anybody's car. You don't go and get walk into anybody's home without acknowledging the adults by saying, hello, good morning, thank you, have a good day. If someone offers you food, even if you don't want it, you say thank you. And if that young man could get into my car and have that type of interaction with me and not even acknowledge me, That is a reflection of his trifling as parents. And that is the problem that we are having today. We have too many people out there letting their kids raise themselves. Why is your 15-year-old out there committing murder? Your 15-year-old out there is committing murder because you don't know what your 15-year-old is doing. There is, my son is not allowed to hang out with anybody. He's not allowed to go to anybody's home and just hang out over there that, you know what I'm saying, at the age of 15 that I don't know. His curfew is nine o'clock. Well, when he was 15, he's not 15 now, but when he was 15, like I said, you know, he didn't even really have a curfew because he wasn't allowed to just hang out wherever he wanted to go. But now that he is 17, his curfew is at 9.30 on school nights. And on weekends, because he has his license, he he is allowed to stay out till 11 o'clock. But I have a tracker on his phone. And when I go to look at where he is or where he said he should be or, you know, hey, can I go here? And he's not there. Guess what? When he comes home, give me the keys and we'll try it 30 days from now. He's 17. When he was 14, he asked me, could he get a tattoo? 
I said, you cannot get a tattoo because that's something that you should do when you're grown. You should not allow your 15, 16 years, 17 year old. Some people think it's okay. It's not okay. They're not grown. They're not adults. They're kids. And no, you cannot have a tattoo. I don't care how many times you ask me. The answer is going to always be no. You have to stay involved with your kids. You have to stay in their lives. You have to ask questions every day. And this stuff where kids are going to school and they're out of control and they're cussing out the teacher, they're jumping in the teacher's face. I had a teacher to email me. Your son got out of line. He said some things to me. When my son got home, I asked him, what did he say to the teacher? He told me what he said. I emailed the teacher back. I apologized to the teacher. And I told him, if when you see my son tomorrow, if he doesn't apologize, please let me know. Because he's going to be on restriction for 60 days. And I told that to my son. You have to start parenting your kids when they're little. You can't wait until your 15-year-old is starting to get in trouble to start to try to parent him. You need to instill those values in your kids when they're young. You just, you can't wait. And you have to say, hey, who is that? Who is that you're hanging out with? You know you, you, you can't hang out with that person. Another one of these little kids that, you know, and not saying that all kids that live in public housing is bad, but he, was, he had a friend that lived in public housing and his mother, you know, that he asked me, could he spend the night? This is when he was 14. I let the young man spend the night. I had never met his mom. She dropped him off on a Friday. Do you know she never called me that whole entire weekend to ask, hey, is my kid okay? Is how's my kid doing? And then when she when we finally called her on Sunday, that Sunday, because he came over on that Friday, that Sunday, when I called her, she asked me, could I bring him home? Because she was cooking dinner. And I'm like, you have not. I mean, she didn't leave him any money or anything like that. But I mean, you have not seen your son and it's, it was Friday. You know, you know, I don't even, you know, I'm, you, my son can't even spend a night at somebody's house unless they're a family member. I don't open, you know, just hand my, you know, most valuable thing in this world over to a perfect stranger. These people are letting their kids spend a night at other people's houses. They don't know where their kid is at 1 a.m. And that's another reason why I told them, you can't, no, you can't just go and spend the night at somebody's house. Because if they let their kid do it, they're going to let you do it. And, and I'm, that's something you're not allowed to do. The police is not going to knock on my door at 2 o'clock a.m. and say, hey, we have your son in custody. No, you're not going to have my son in custody because guess what? At 2 a.m., my son is at, in his bed, sleep. Now, if it's a weekend, sure, you can be up at 2 a.m. if you want to, you know what I'm saying, talk on the phone or something like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not that angle about it. But no, at 2 a.m., you're not going to be out in the street. 
And I say to you, if you are a father and you live in the same city with your son, if your mother and your kids are living with their father, if you have gone seven days without seeing, physically seeing your kid, you're a bad parent. If Friday comes and you have not seen your kid all week, but you're out at a bar with your girlfriends, with your male friends, and you have not seen your kid all week, that's the time you should take to spend time with your kid. You have to parent your kid every single day. Parenting is not something you can just pick up 30 days later. Parenting is not something you can sit and say, oh, well, since my son or daughter don't call me, I'm not going to call them. Well, guess what? Don't be surprised when you receive a call from the police saying, hey, we have your son or daughter down here. Don't be surprised when you have receive a call from the police and they say, hey, your son or daughter is dead. You know why? Because you don't know where your son and daughter is. You have to know where they are all the time. And you have to you can't be afraid to say no. You have to say no. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm a very giving father. I, you know, give my kids things. I'll give him something. But if he gets in trouble, you know, I have no problem taking the stuff back. Give me this. I'll take it back to the store and get my money because you're not doing what you, what you should be doing. And I don't mean some of the time. Your kid needs to be doing what they should be doing 100% of the time. Parenting is something you have to do every single day of every hour you just can't you know you know chill relax i mean you know what i'm saying oh i'm going too hard on my kids don't listen to people that don't know how to parent their kids don't do it if they're out there letting their kids do whatever they want to do then that's on them And to, you know, to piggyback on what I was saying with the young man that I told my kid that lived in public housing he couldn't hang out with. Do you know that was when he was 14? When he was 16. His friend, that friend of his, because I work with, you know, someone that knows his mother. That kid is walking around with the ankle monitor on. And whatever he did is so bad that the um, friend that I work with she says the mother won't even tell her what he did. So I went back to my son. I said, then what if I had allowed you to hang out with him? You would be walking around with an ankle monitor on. And I'm telling you, parenting is something that you have to do every single day. Your 15 year old should not have a need for a gun. And like I told my son, if you start hanging out with the wrong people and it gets to be bad, we're moving. We're moving to another city. I will move you to a rural area, whatever it takes to protect you. So I won't have to receive that call that tells that some, you know, some police officers telling me knocking at my door, or calling me on the phone to say you're dead. Because guess what? I guess when that does happen, think about all the parents that kids are deceased right now. 
guarantee if you go back and ask them if they had the opportunity to take their kid out of that situation to move, they would do it then. They would do it now. And what I'm telling you is you have to make your kids a priority 100% of the time. It can't be something that, you know, you're not paying attention to what's going on with your kids because you're worrying about, you know, your boyfriend or you're worrying about your girlfriend. You, you can't do it. Your kid ha- you has to come first before everything that goes on in your life. My kid comes first before my job. I don't care what it is you have to, I, I, I just can't understand it. I'm listening to all these stories on the news and all of this stuff that is going on. And I'm like, you know, why aren't you more involved in your kid's life? And you notice when the 15 and the 16 year olds, they're out there committing murder. You know, we never hear from the parents. We never hear from the parents until they're dead. And then he was a good kid. He made everybody smile. You know, we loved him. But was you involved in his life every day? Did you know who your kids' friends are? Do you know who your kids are hanging out with? Do you know who your kids are on the phone talking to? No, you just can't get in the car and go with anybody. Hey, Dad, they're going, you know, so-and-so across the street... They're going out of town. They, they're leaving on Friday, but they're just going to stay one night and they're going to come back Saturday. No, you cannot go. I don't know them people like that. I don't know who they're going to have around you. When I was coming up, I had an aunt and uncle that, you know, they let their kids do whatever they wanted to do. My mother would not allow us to go over there and hang out with them. My mother would not allow, and they were family. My mother would not allow us to spend the night with them. So I'm saying to you guys, if you don't want that call, be involved in your kid's life. And that ain't got nothing to do with you being in foster care. That ain't got nothing to do with us being foster parents. We, You know, I'm talking to all parents. And if you are a uncle and your sister got two boys and their father is not in their lives, uncle step up to the plate. Spend time with her boys. Because it's going to come a time that those boys are going to need your guidance. And it ha- you know, you have to be involved in your nieces and nephew lives. You have to. Because you don't want to get that call as an uncle that your nephew is dead. And then that's when you start thinking, oh, I should have been there for him. We have to do better. We have to do better for the sake of our kids. And it's not a black issue. It's not a white issue. It's a family issue. Because we see it across the board. Stop allowing your kids to be grown when they're not. Stop allowing your kids to move like they're grown. Like I told my son. He has a little girlfriend. Did I give him condoms? Yes. But no, you're not allowed. You're going to have to do like I did. 
you're going to have to sneak around and figure out a way to do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? When I'm not around. No, you can't bring your girlfriend to my house and have sex openly. No, you cannot do that. But I'm not going to stick my head in the sand and act like, oh, he not gonna, he's, they, they're not going to have sex. Yeah, they are. But I make it so that we can talk about everything. He had an incident where, you know, he did something stupid with the girl. But I made it, made it, you know, open that door so he's, a, you know, I'm available to him. He can talk and ask me about everything. And I don't get upset. Some stuff I get upset about, but I don't get upset about everything. You can't yell and go off on your kids about everything. You have to have that line of communication with them. You have to let them know, hey, it's okay to come and talk to me. Because if they don't can't come and call me and talk to you, guess who they're going to talk to? Them buttheads in the streets. Love on your kids. Love on them hard. So some gang member can't show them more love than you are. And if your kid is joining a gang or the school is calling, they say, hey, he's in a gang, pick up and move. Just pick up and move. There's nothing on this planet that's worth more than your child's life. And I don't want the death of your child to reveal all the answers to you. I'm the Urban Foster Dad. And remember to always parent from a place of love, kindness, and understanding. And that's for you by your parents too. You are listening to the Urban Foster Dad Podcast. All of our content will be true, raw, and uncut. Please ask questions, leave a comment, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.